This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Tanya, your host for Failed Better. Today, I welcome Stephen Hartman. At present, you're Sovereign Regional Manager for New Zealand Micrographic. Until 2018, you worked at the University of Canterbury as the College of Arts International and Internship Coordinator. You also hold a PhD in American Literature, is that correct? That's yes. correct. Yes. In this show, I'd like to talk about your experience working with students and see if your exp expertise can help and inspire both graduate and undergraduate students who might feel in limbo following the COVID pandemic. How can we turn this mishap on a global scale to our advantage? Welcome, Stephen. Thank you. No, thanks for having me. Yes, thank you. Yeah. As I just mentioned, COVID-19 has disrupted many lives. People lost jobs. Students have seen future prospects of studying or working abroad cancelled. What has your experience as an internship coordinator at the university taught you? And what would you tell students who feel their future has been compromised or they have no longer perspectives and they really feel stuck? Okay, yeah. Um, I've thought about this a lot, um, mm -hmm. certainly in the last last year or so. And first of all, I'd say, to start off with, I have to say that the advice that I'd give here mm -hmm. in this session is not going to be for everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, I really feel for the younger generation, particularly people in their late teens and their 20s. Exactly. Um, that disruption has just been shocking. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate in my position in some ways that I've gone through that and everything else, but I really feel for that, that generation. Um, and I don't want to the advice that I give mm -hmm. through this session and anything I say, I don't want it to come across as kind of flippant or anything like that. It's, mm. it's advice that I'd like to give people um, when they're in a good space. Yeah. Um, but I, I do appreciate that people are struggling, um, you know, with kind of mental health issues, um, you know, finance and everything else. So I could say something today that might think, oh, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> um, whereas some people are really up against it in terms of um, accommodation, rent, job, and everything exactly. else and I really really feel for it and um, you know so I'll, I'll, I'll come back to that later because I say I don't want to come across as being flippant or anything else mm -hmm. in any way um, and you know people take advice and, or, and take advice from different people as many people as you possibly can <laughs> and then come up with your own exactly yeah. I think there is probably not like one manual no, isn't it there there's isn't like a, a diversity of voices and, and that's also the aim I would say of Feel Better just yeah. having different people coming on, on you know and, and talking and just sharing experiences and pick up what you think yeah. as a Absolutely. You know, the one thing works. that I have been thinking about here, particularly with this question, is what I would guard against is particularly students thinking what's been taken away mm -hmm. because of COVID, um, what, what's been taken away of them, and not to think that somehow... I'm trying to explain this as well. Don't compare it to what you think would have happened. Mm -hmm. um, because I found with many, many students, and I'll come back to this again, but the, the idea of the education system, um, with schools and university, is this idea that um, there's a straight line. <laughs> yeah? yeah? And you almost feel that that straight line's been taken away, but that straight mm -hmm. line never existed. Exactly. So, You're never yeah. going from A to B in no, a straight line. Never. Um, and so I wouldn't... F the advice I would give is don't think something's been taken away. Mm -hmm. um, because what you thought was going to happen probably wouldn't have done anyway. Or maybe it's just being postponed. Yeah, Who or knows? just being postponed, definitely. Or you'll um, get there in a different way, using a different path. Yeah. I don't know, just uh, wondering. 
Yeah, and just explain what I taught a lot of my students as well is, and I'm going to kind of have a bit of an attack on the education system here, <laughs> um, particularly Go ahead. high school, is, and I usually demonstrate this with a piece of paper and a pencil, is I'm going to have to do a variation for um, kind of radio as well. So, we'll so have to visualise visualize it. it. So what I say um, is that in terms of the education system, so I've got a blank piece of paper in front of me and a pen, and um, I'm going to draw a line from the bottom left mm-hmm. to the top right, that straight line. Mm-hmm. And that's how we were brought up. And certainly I was in my generation as well, that you're born, you go to school, you pass your exams, you get a job, you get promotion, you get married, maybe a couple of divorces. <laughs> that's else. maybe the line up. That's maybe yeah. like the temporary break yeah. from the line up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's that line. Um, yes. And that's seen as normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I will do is I'll draw that line and then I'll take that piece of paper and I'll just do that, squiggle, squiggle, squiggle. Uh-huh. That's probably what life's going to be like. <laughs> a um, bit messier. A bit messier. And it's a, it is messier. Um, and there's so many people I've come across. And even those people that have done that straight line. I've mm-hmm. spoken to a few people my age who've got to 60, 50, 60 and thought, well, what happened? Um, <laughs> because they did do everything they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's... So you don't compare yourself to other people. There is no mm-hmm. there is no normal. There's no straight line. There's no right or wrong. There's no right or wrong. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So the one thing I would say to, to current students is and, and recent graduates is don't feel something you've lost something. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you know, something new is going to happen. And, and the number of students I know that took a in their first year took a degree that they thought was good, that mm-hmm. they wanted to do. And by the end of the first year, oh, I hate it. <laughs> I'm going to do something else. And then you switch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's to me, that's normal. Because you're discovering something. If you try something and it doesn't work, it's not a failure. It's a discovery yeah. that I don't like doing that. <laughs> maybe also what you're saying there is also maybe finding a way of getting to know yourself. Yes. Because you might have ideas of this is who I am, this is what I like, and then you really get to do the thing and you're like, oh, oh, yeah. maybe not. Maybe not, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's always a good thing. Um, as you say, you, you do develop uh, an understanding of, of yourself. Um And also as well in terms of this idea of, you know, you're going to do a degree in something and then get mm-hmm. a job in that field. Again, unless it's sound very, very specific like law or engineering or mm-hmm. something like that, most people I know do not work in the area of that degree. I'm <laughs> uh, thinking of one person I know had a degree in zoology who's a, basically a community organiser. Um, and uh-huh. you, you just really, really just don't know uh, where it's going to take you. So my advice would be, you know, there was no normal. <laughs> But also what I'm hearing, what you're saying, and I was just quoting or just mentioning that that person you know who has the green zoology, it's also the idea maybe of control. We are maybe not that much in control, no. isn't it? Yeah. We yeah. think we are, and that's probably what COVID, I think, personally, is, is teaching us. Like, you don't control as much as you think you do. And no. you just have to work around and, and it, maybe. And adapt as well. And the other thing I'd, I'd say to people is teach yourself. Yeah. Um, read. <laughs> you know, read widely. Um, and um, that will broaden your horizons. Don't wait to be told what to learn. Uh, read books. Mm-hmm. Uh, read anything. Um, be t- curious. Be curious. Read literature. Um, it'll teach you about different perspectives and, and everything else. And and you can teach yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got a, a, a staff member recently. Um, her degree was in anthropology, a mm-hmm. postgrad in museum studies, mm-hmm. and she taught herself software. 
And she was brilliant. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, Don't sit there and wait, wait until something happens. Just take initiatives. Yeah, and teach yourself, yeah. In a previous podcast, youth author Felicity Williams spoke about the importance of creative thinking, the ability to think outside of the box. And I think that there already, with the few examples <laughs> yeah. you've given, you already partially answered that. How can we be resilient in times when everything is so uncertain? Yeah, I was looking at this, and what jumped out at me is two words, uncertainty and resilience. Mm -hmm particularly because um, obviously I think you know we're um, very big on creativity but uncertainty we, we're taught to think of uncertainty as an enemy or yes. something that's wrong mm -hmm. uncertainty is life uh, life Thank you is for mentioning that and reminding us of that it's true uncertainty <laughs> it, is life it is um, and we shouldn't fear uncertainty at mm. all um, and, and, and uncertainty feeds into creativity mm -hmm. it really really does and um, if the people listening are probably already seen this, but I would recommend everybody watch Ken Robinson's talk. Um, oh, the TED Talks, yeah, yes, the schools about education. Creativity. Yes. The way the education system uh, instills fear in people, a fear of failure, yes. um, and that privileging the top end of the head rather than the body and the creativity. And maybe also the ones who perform best, isn't it? We're yes. like, we're... I would say measuring success with performance probably more than with, um, you know, scoring high in your tests, scoring high, having the highest degrees. Yeah. Probably. And I think what that does is it instills a lot of fear yes. in other people that you can't reach that. But mm. you, you don't want to. That's not you. <laughs> that's not what you do. It's not what you're good at. Yeah. Uh, people are good at different things and, and different skill sets. Mm -hmm. um, and so... Um, so it's accepting un uncertainty. The other thing I talk about is resilience. And it's a word that's been around quite a lot. And used I, and overused. Yeah. And I think it's um, badly used in some ways because resilience feeds into this um, battling through, coping, we'll get through. Mm -hmm. And there's been issues of certainly male mental health issues as well, mm -hmm. this idea that I'll be all right, I'll get through. Mm -hmm. Whereas um, resilience can actually be about creativity is kind of not battling it, mm -hmm. but actually engaging with the difficulties and everything else. And I'll give you a strange analogy mm -hmm. to try to explain it, but I, years and years ago when I was fit, I used to do a lot of running. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I learned is that when there's really wind coming against you and you're mm -hmm. running, the worst thing to do is battle it. Mm -hmm. the best thing to do is relax and accept <laughs> it and you just sail through. And it's counterintuitive, um, mm -hmm. but I think it's a, a good analogy in that sense that um, if things... And, I, and I'm not, again, going back to my earlier point, I don't want to kind of belittle people with real serious mm -hmm. mental health issues and, and economic mm -hmm. issues um, because that's that's kind of a different thing that yes. needs a different that's, approach. I would say existential, yeah. literally yeah. metaphorically. Yeah. Um, but in many ways, um, you know, resilience can be about creative. Creativity is so important, but it's also terrifying mm -hmm. um, of being undoing what you've been trained to do, <laughs> trying something. Getting out of the comfort zone. Getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. We'll have a short break with Rotterdam by Beautiful Self. Pickled, 
The people are pickles for sure And no one knows that they've done more here Than they ever would do in a job This could be Rotterdam or anywhere Liverpool or Rome Cause Rotterdam is anywhere Anywhere alone Anywhere Beautiful or multiple, they become so dull and dutiful. And when faced with dull and dutiful, they fire red warning flares, battle cocky personality with red underwear. This could be Rotterdam or anywhere, Liverpool or Rome, cause Rotterdam is anywhere, anywhere alone. Anywhere we know The whole place is pickled The people are pickles for sure And no one knows that they've done more here Than they ever would do in a job Rotterdam or anywhere, Liverpool or Rome, cause Rotterdam is anywhere, anywhere alone. This could be Rotterdam or anywhere, Liverpool or Rome, cause Rotterdam is anywhere, anywhere alone, anywhere alone. Do you think that uncertainty can actually be an asset? And can we make it work for us instead of considering us the enemy? And again, I have the feeling mm -hmm. that already you have been anticipating my, my question and you're also mentioning about running against the winds and having, yes, opposite yeah, forces think, against you to work with it instead of against it. Yeah, Trying uncertainty. It. It, it's just, I'm, I'm kind of not embracing uncertainty in, in that sense, but accepting uncertainty. And I'm going to make a pitch here for the importance of arts degrees mm -hmm. here in terms of um, the importance of arts, because I know it gets battered quite a lot. Yes, it's been totally under, I would yeah. say underestimated, underappreciated compared yeah. to maths and science. So and sorry for everyone out there who's <laughs> in maths and, and science. We love you. We think you're important. But no, we're just yeah. trying to revalidate. We'll get our, <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll um, make our pitch when we can. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but uncertainty and creativity is actually valued by employers and, and creativity does come from arts. Some of the best students that I've got in terms of vocation are fine arts, art history, philosophy students, mm -hmm. because they're adaptable, they're creative thinkers. And I'll give you a, a, just an example of... Um, in fact, one of, one of the things I will do is um, just explain a, an example of this idea of a mistake or a failure or mm -hmm. getting something wrong. Um, and this is where I think arts and humanities can sometimes learn from science. Mm -hmm. uh, a few years ago, I was in a car journey with a 
a friend of mine who was doing a PhD in astrophysics. Mm-hmm. And I was just baffled, like, oh, tell me what you're doing. It's fascinating. <laughs> and it completely went over my head. Uh, but I've just loved listening to him. And I said, mm-hmm. at the end, I said, what if you're wrong? And mm-hmm. he said, he looks perplexed. And he said, what do you mean if I'm wrong? And I said, well, what if you're wrong? He said, we'll be wrong. <laughs> and he said, if I'm right, I get a Nobel Prize. <laughs> you know? and, and, and the way that he explained it is that he's wrong. Not wrong as such, but he gets, it's not worked out. So that enables other scientists to come in and think, oh, what if you go this way? What if you go that way? Yes, I think that's what you're just mentioning. I think that's what exactly the richness of science, isn't it? There's not like a final point. No. It's like you, you have something and, and that's just like the starting point of something else. It's being built upon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and again, that's that creativity, thinking critically, thinking creativity. And another example I'd give, and this is, uh, you know, hope for anybody who's listening who's doing a, a classics degree particularly, or a degree that people say, what are you going to do with that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, again, another friend of mine I used to play football with years ago, um, he runs his own very, very big software company. Mm-hmm. And we were just chatting one day and he said, you know what? He said, I'd much rather hire a classics graduate than an IT graduate. Oh, why is that? And I was like, oh, great, why? And he said, (laughs) I can teach them software because I invented my software. He Mm -hmm. said, I can't spend four years teaching them critical thinking and creative thinking. Wow. That's mind-blowing that he said that. This is a major employer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, And, yeah, so I hope that gives a little bit of hope to people. Um, (laughs) Who feel like now I'm stuck with a degree which is worth nothing, which is basically like 90% of society telling you Some of the stuff I've got at the moment are photography students. And I've I've employed photography students before, and it's one of the most vocational degrees you can do beyond beyond the photography because you've got to be adaptable. And Mm -hmm. I remember... Um, I employed a photography student. Um, she was brilliant. And um, I said, you've got all business skills. I said, you've got, if you turn up at a, a shoot outside and it's raining, what, what do you do? do? Yeah. Where's your budget? <laughs> um, where do you get the equipment from? You have to persuade people to do things. Those are all business skills which are yeah. transferable into business. You have to be extremely creative then to be ad hoc, on the yeah. spot, think of a solution and, and fix it. Because yeah. exactly that, if you have an outdoor shoot, a wedding, let's say, and it's pouring, well, yeah. you What really you have to come up with a very good idea yeah. because there's a lot of money and it's like the most important day of their lives of yeah. of the clients. So yes, you have to come up with a very, very good alternative. Yeah, yeah. So that's my pitch for the arts. <laughs> yeah. So the, the thing I just want to, talk about as well is the other thing about uncertainty is one of the things that I've learned is uncertainty feeds that anxiety that you've done something wrong and everything mm-hmm. else um, but you forget that everybody's like that and and you know we've all had that experience of being in a meeting or giving a talk or even me doing this here that you feel that you're going to be judged or that you're going to get something wrong or you're not else. good enough or you're not good enough and you walk away but one of the things that I've noticed is that everybody feels the same and everybody's more concerned with themselves than judging you. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I think that's also something which came up. We're mostly our worst critics and we're more generous with the people around us. And yeah. when they say, like, I was just appalling. We say, but no, it's not true. You did great. Whereas for ourselves, we will just be looking and for all the little details of the things which just are not no. okay. No, no. And I remember one, there's two, another example I gave of two talks I gave. One was uh, the evening at University of Canterbury with some high-flying people. I nailed it, I have to say. <laughs> it was good. I was like feeling so pleased with myself. And then the next day I had to give a talk on campus and I was terrible. <laughs> I was like, I'd lost them in five minutes. Uh, 15 minutes later, I was just digging myself 
deeper and deeper into this hole. Um, <laughs> then I shuffled off uh, into the corner, and then this other guy stood up, and in five minutes he delivered this beautiful, touching, humorous little thing. And they Engaging. loved him. And I was just sat there thinking, oh, no. <laughs> but what I realised afterwards is they won't remember me. Mm. They'll remember him. <laughs> so, you know, uh, but I was beating myself up about it and everything else. <laughs> Um, oh. <laughs> well, I think that there again, you've mentioned something really important. One success can be like the next day, a total failure or the other way around. Yeah. You can fail one day really blatantly and be a total disaster. And yeah. then the next day you're doing something totally great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah so quickly, one other piece of advice I would give. Some of the greatest things I've achieved in terms mm -hmm. of projects have been accidental. <laughs> yeah. Happy I, to hear that you had not like your, your, your spreadsheet laid out no, how life would look like. No, and you've got to, if things come off, um, you've got to think, well, maybe was that accidental? <laughs> and what can I actually learn? You actually learn more, mm. I think, from, I don't want failure or things go wrong. When, when something doesn't work out, there's a reason mm -hmm. and it'll teach you why it didn't. Yeah. Um, if, sometimes if you sail through things, you're not learning. Because yeah. it could be, yeah, as I say, the biggest things I've pulled off are just sheer chance. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and I'd like to claim credit for it. And I would in an interview, obviously, in a job interview, I would claim credit for it. But in reality. I was going to say, yeah. well, I think it was also, well, Ken Robinson, you just mentioned, who once said, like, a CV, everything looks like it makes sense and it's a really oh, yeah. well built up narrative. Yeah. But in reality, your CV is what you're saying, sometimes coincidence and just... Yeah. But you have to give it some structure and you have to give it some plausible explanation, yeah. but it's not like that. Yeah. On these words, uh, we'll have to finish up. Thank you, Stephen, for sharing your experience with us. This is Tanya for Fail Better. I think uh, we learned really important things like don't fight it when you know you have the wind against you just go with it also don't take up resilience as something necessarily negative just be creative about it think about what you could do and also don't wait until the next opportunity shows up just take the time maybe just to start learning and doing some other things and also remain and stay curious we'll finish the show with good night moon by shivery and i would say have a great week ahead thank you thank you very much thank you Too soon too.